Zachary Jacob. It's been another week down and another week up, ready That's to right. go. It's like these weeks never end. They just keep coming. Yep. That's what I realize that's what life is like. Today on my drive home from work, you know, I had those conundrum thoughts or just like weird realizations in life that like everyone every day is so busy and so overwhelmed with their life that that is life. At any time, it could just be over for anyone. But like then the busyness wow, is over. Wow, we're starting out on a dark it's note. It's a dark <laughs> note, but like <coughs> no one knows when they're going to die. Excuse me. No Excuse one me. knows when their life could be over. No one knows when a car accident can happen. And like we all just live our lives so busy and so overwhelmed. And like it's just a whirlwind. And then some of our best loved ones are not here tomorrow. It's just bizarre how we're all just so busy. Wow. And then you're not. Well, that's depressing. You're busy until you're not. 52 seconds in and we're going dark. <laughs> a minute and 20. Cherish your life because it could end tomorrow. You could get hit by a bus. Did you ever think about that? And that's not technically where I'm coming from. But I know what it's you're just saying. Like it's true. Everybody, I think, needs to take a second to slow down. If you can do it once a day. To take a few minutes or a few moments to just not feel so rushed of, I got to do this. I got to do that. Because I know we're very different and you're a go, go, go. And I, I feel like that a lot of times too. But now that I'm in the stage of life that I am, I'm a chill, chill, chill. I don't want to go, go, go. Because I realize how much that makes your life just disappear. You can't even comprehend some of it because it's such a whirlwind. You don't even keep track of what memories you're making. For me, it is my phone. I need to put my phone down. And not be consumed by, oh, I have this many notifications and this many Facebook messages and I have to answer this phone call. That's what it is for me. Now, I consume myself way too much with work and all that stuff too. But if I put my phone aside, I can like crank work out. My problem is I'm trying to like keep up with text messages and, you know, social media stuff and just general communication with people on top of work. And that's something for me. It's like the notifications weigh on me. I'm like, oh, I need to answer that. It's one thing we've talked about recently about how I moved four hours away from my hometown, uh, my family, my friends, and that whole group of like your support system that you're around, those people that you talk to on a regular basis, the people that you text. When you move away from all that, you really leave that part of your life behind as like a teenager or 20-something-year-old where you do have all those connections and all those people. And maybe it's just because I'm from a smaller town. I think Lionsville smaller than Duncannon and and Marysville. But when you're from a small town, it seems like everybody else moves away too. So you don't have as much opportunity to be like overwhelmed and consumed. And even when college happened, like you have so many more college friends, even if it's only like one or two than I have still to this day. And it was like a decade ago that that ended. So it's just bizarre how, if you make a decision or a choice in your life to move somewhere, it changes the whole dynamic of how busy you are. Cause it's one thing I get jealous of. You have a bunch of friends and family that you always can hang out with at any time, but it's also something that I don't envy you for because you are so busy and you have so many people wanting your time or have plans and you have like three other plans. You got to pick which one to do. Like I never have that problem. Yeah. It's a little bit of both like nice and sad and good and bad. It's weird. Try it. Try moving away from home. If you, you're scared, try it. You'll like it, I bet. I'm not doing it, but you did, and it worked for you. Yeah. That's not for me, but... It's not for me. <laughs> so many people feel that way. Like, I'll never be able to move away from home. Well, I'm not saying never, but 
at this point in my life, I'm pretty happy with where we're at. And it's not like, I mean, not to be too practical, but it's not like we're in the market. We're, you know, in a time where the market's reasonable anyway to, yeah. to look for a new house and move. I mean, what if that Diana. like opportunity presented itself? Let's say there were two teaching jobs and a house that made sense in Lionsville. Mm, I don't think I'd want to move all the way to Lionsville. I mean, we'd be close to your family then. Exactly. It would be the opposite roles. It'd be hard for me, just mostly, well, obviously my friends, but like the number one thing, of course, would be my mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see her all the time, so. I feel the same way about my parents. Like, I never get to do those little things that we used to do, like working in the garage on the weekends with my dad or doing a, a shopping spree with mom or like those little things on weekends don't happen anymore or weeknights where we'd go out to dinner or whatever. Like you don't get those little moments. Right. It would be interesting to talk it out and see if it would be possible to move our lives somewhere. I don't know. So Super Bowl happened. We are preparing to go to Florida. There is just an overwhelming amount of stuff going on in our lives right now. What do you want to talk about first? We can talk about the Super Bowl. So. We had so much fun. We had our first party. Hosted our first Super Bowl party. This was our first, like, party. Actual hosting of a party, yeah. We've never done, like, New Year's or Fourth of July or anything. It was really the first time we've hosted people at our house. It was fun. I loved that I got to do whatever I wanted to do and be at home and go cuddle Bernie in bed if I wanted to. Like, I did that (laughs) twice. I escaped and went and cuddled Bernie for, like, five minutes. That is a beautiful thing. And then thing. came back to the party. I was like, oh, got my Bernie cuddles We're in. back. Yeah, we had Debbie and Natalia, Kevin, Mom over. It was a really fun group. It was. We had a lot of fun. Had a lot of good food. But, man, can we just... Wh- who do I got to talk to about making the Super Bowl on a Saturday? Seriously. Why do you do this stuff? And then it goes into overtime, and I'm like, that was oh, we're invested now. We're going to stay up. But normally, I would have been in bed two hours before that. Easily. I was impressed with myself to make it up that late on a Sunday night. I know. Good for us. But yeah, they need to move it to Saturday or start that game at 3 p.m. like they do all the other football games. Right. Start it earlier. There's no other football games going on that day. It doesn't need to be at 6.30 because it doesn't right. start until 7. And then yep. it's not over till 11 or 12. It's just silly. I know. I mean, even if they started it at 5, like it doesn't have to be... Like a you know super early, but yeah. I don't I don't know whose decision that is. I think it's so the West Coast people don't have to watch it so early in the morning. That's not my problem. But we're what all is in the that same time? Country. What's the time difference? Three hours? I think it's three hours. Okay, so we couldn't do it at like five, and they could watch it at two. Guess what? If they don't want to watch it at two, that's their pro- that that's on them. Yeah. Hey, that's this is when we're doing it. Like, if we had it at three, it would be at noon for them. And let's be honest, a lot of people on the Super Bowl are getting up and they're partying and drinking all day. They're doing, right. they're eating food all day. It's not like they're waiting until the afternoon to have the party. Like, it's a party all day. It's just kind of the way it is, in my opinion. I don't know. <clears throat> um, but the Super Bowl was at least a good game. Came right down to the wire. So many kids at school said it was. Uh, all paid for, set up, hoaxed, uh, whatever you want to call it. Literally. Really? Is that's, that what people are saying? That's what all the kids Is said. that even possible to like, st- I mean, we saw it happen in real time. Like, it's, it is kind it? of, it's kind of silly that they're all saying that when you think about it, like it somewhat makes sense because 
I mean, the Chiefs were running down the field. The time was ticking away. They were letting the clock disappear. It was going to be over. And then they score a touchdown on, like, second down to a wide-open flat route. Yeah, I was confused about that. I'm like, really? This is a Super Bowl, like, and you're about to lose, and you're just going to leave that guy wide open? You don't know how to play defense on the goal line? Like, it just seems too easy. It's true. The guy was wide open. Patrick Mahomes just tossed it to him. Like, it was yeah. just simple. It was too easy. And they were letting the clock run down. Like, it just seemed odd to me. And the announcers were like, well, if you're at home wondering why they're not calling timeout, and he tried to explain it, and I was like, this makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. It's really bizarre. But, uh... Game over. It was amazing. They did it. Good old. It was funny because everybody was cheering for San Francisco, and I just kept going. I think I'm rooting for Taylor's team uh, just to be stupid. Because you said that all night, and I was like, I kind of feel like you're not joking. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I had to commit for the joke. Like I had to make it funny all night, and even your mom said I was having some funny comments. You know? Yeah. I was just being stupid and silly, and I had a good time with it, and. I told all my kids that's what I was doing today, and they laughed. They were like, that's pretty funny, Mr. Lowe, everybody um, I was watching with was rooting for 49ers, too. Mom was like, wow, Zach, you're funny tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Becca, sometimes I'm funny, you know. <laughs> sometimes, once in a while. I just like talking for the people on the screen whenever there would that's be a play, best. and they'd like zoom into the, the boxes that are a million dollars with uh, not even maybe Taylor Swift, but anybody. I just make up voices for people, and they're... Sometimes inappropriate, but sometimes they hit, and they're really funny. I did one with uh, Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift where they were like, oh, my God, they are jumping up and down, and I was like, that's my boyfriend. Oh, my God, that's my husband. <laughs> that was funny. It was so stupid. Yeah. Oh, that was some fun times, though. There was one occurrence in the big game where Travis Kelsey uh, was upset because some play – it was like a sack or it didn't ha- it didn't go right because the tight end didn't block well for the runner or Patrick Mahomes or whoever it was. And he approached Andy Reid very angrily, screaming, bumped into him, grabbed his arm, whatever it was, screaming at him like, I can block too, you know. Put me in the game. I- I'll do my job. And so many people I talked to today were like, yeah, that's out of line. I don't like Travis Kelsey. I don't like the Chiefs. They're cocky. I don't respect or appreciate the way they are and kind of the arrogance that they have about them. And I can appreciate that and respect that side of the story. But I guess I always, and you know this, you can confirm this, I always play devil's advocate. You do. Whether I agree with the person or not. I can definitely confirm that. I always play against the person. It's a problem. It really is a problem. Like, it turns into arguments sometimes with people that I'm closest with. But other times it just t- turns into disagreements just to be a disagreement. But I really did feel a way about this. Like, I didn't want to just assume or just jump to, like, conclusions that Travis Kelsey's a bad person and he shouldn't have done that. Like, it's a Super Bowl. Emotions are heightened. He wants to win. He wants to bring home the bacon. There's a lot of things running on that. And you know me, again, when I'm an athlete and I'm running around and I'm playing a game, I lose my mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. I lose my cool. You do, I get very emotional. I think I'm a very emotional person, and it comes out sometimes in those heightened physical You're not an emotional person at all. I am. You just don't know Mm -hmm. that yet. 
I, w- I wouldn't say you're an emotional person, but you, I do think your emotions can be strong in moments like that. Right. They can be raised up in moments. But there was this post, and I wanted to kind of just read it because it kind of gives a good perspective on the other side. So a different perspective about this situation with Travis Kelsey. Admittedly, I gasped a little when this was uh, shown during the game. It felt like it was out of line. And I think we can all agree. It just looked awkward. You don't scream at your coach. No. It's not a cool thing to do. You don't scream at your teacher. You don't scream at your boss. That's not a cool thing to do. But I also know that none of us watching have ever experienced playing a Super Bowl football game. We haven't experienced that level of emotion during a sporting event. The intensity of communication in sports in general is different. His coach, Andy, was interviewed after the game, and he laughed about it. He said Travis makes him feel young. He said Travis came over right after, hugged him, and said sorry about that. Of course, that wasn't shown on TV. So a relationship between a coach and his players is something that most of us might not understand. They're good, and yet a timeline is filled with posts trying to cancel Travis Kelsey for what he did. And to me, that's not, or that is the most toxic thing in our world these days. Cancel culture is out of control. You can't make one mistake without getting it taken to the next level. So most of us can agree that we're thankful for our whole life isn't documented to the world so that we can get canceled. But maybe we should try to quit trying to find the dirt on everyone else and go be the one that finds the gold. It was an interesting perspective. Mm -hmm. And just like to not hate on him instantly for being inappropriate, which he was. We can all admit that's not a good look to go yell at your boss or your coach or whatever. But he made a mistake. Don't just say he sucks. Say he made a mistake. And say he made up for that mistake like 10 minutes later and apologized. And they're cool about it. You just don't see the whole story a lot of times. So that was an interesting write-up I thought was worth sharing. Yeah, I'm glad to hear he apologized for it because there's definitely, for me personally, there's definitely a loss of respect. Like, I'm all about giving people grace and you don't know the full story, but screaming i mean if he would have just went over passionately and been like dude come on like talking but i mean that picture he is screaming in his face hopping out of his like i just i don't know i I really i think giving people grace is one of the best qualities a human can have which you do thank you i try to i really try to um i think like someday when I pass away. That's something that I would want people to think is that like I was forgiving and give people grace. But at the same time, there's situations where you're like, whoa, dude, like it's just not a good look. And, you know, you talk about these people being role models for kids yeah. and you don't want your kids to think, oh, I can just scream at authority like that. Yeah. Who are my coaches, my parents, my teachers? I mean, heck, we, you and I both as teachers, you've been doing it for a while. I've been doing it for five or six weeks you know that kids do think that's okay. And I'm just like, no, don't encourage that. Don't put that on the big screen. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, well, Travis Kelsey did it, you know. But I am glad to hear that he apologized. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's all you can do at that point. And I know in that moment, you're so emotional. I mean, it's the it's a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. it doesn't get any bigger than that. So I really do see both sides of it. I haven't seen the Andy Reid interview. I want to look back at it, but it, they said he laughed about it. Like he just kind of shrugged it off his shoulders. Like that's Travis. Mm-hmm. That's that's my man. He's ready to game. That's why he's like that. Right. No big deal. Right. And if that's the relationship they have, there's a lot to be said for that as well. Because maybe that's happened before and it hasn't yeah. been shown or 
maybe that's an understanding they have and it might have just kind of become a joke. Like, hey, sorry, I got I got too into it again. Yeah, and I think that's the important thing to remember is we all have our own relationships with people. Coaches all have their own relationships with their with their players. We can't judge it as acceptable or unacceptable when we're not their coach. We can say it's unacceptable. If we were their coach, we wouldn't take that. Sure, you can have that opinion, but you don't have their life. You don't coach the Super Bowl. You're right. You're not in their position. It's so true. You don't know the circumstances. You don't know how that feels to like be in front of billions of people trying to win a game. Like that's a crazy thing to even think about. Yeah. I just, I kind of felt like it, everybody was just going to brush it off because he's dating Taylor Swift. Like, oh, it's okay. He can do it. And they wants. didn't. See, I'm surprised. I, I have to say, I'm glad that people are like, hey, that's not cool that he did that. Now. You don't have to hate the guy and try to cancel him because I hate cancel culture. I do too. I hate trying to cancel everybody. But I have to admit, I'm kind of glad that it wasn't just like excused without any question just because of who he's dating. And they do have the the Kelsey Brothers podcast. So I'm interested to see if they ever talk about it in in their own light and like say, hey, like this is the way the media spins everything. This is how it was for us. This is how it felt in the moment for us. And who knows? Maybe they'll have Coach Reed on and they can actually like hash it out and have a real conversation and not just us making up things that don't ever really matter. Like right. us speculating of if that's acceptable or unacceptable. That's up to them. Right. You never you never really know the whole story. Yeah. So the other big exciting thing that we get to look forward to after that whole Super Bowl is uh Florida. Yeah. Michael and Mariana's wedding. We're in Florida right now. That's right, you're listening listening to to us, and we are not in Pennsylvania. So, Lazy Brook from Florida. Not technically, but you know. So, Florida did us dirty. 80 degrees every day till we get there. Yep. Then it's 70. And then it's like 68, 70, 71. I mean, this, I I know I sound like, oh, woe is me, and I'm not trying to, but genuinely, every time we go to Florida, it does it this? Like, I'm not kidding. It never <laughs> it knows fails. when you're coming. Yeah, mom, mom and I always look ahead and we're like, well, it's been 85 for the last three months straight, but we're coming. So, yep, down to 60s. I mean, cloudy. And it's, it's usually pretty sunny in Florida, but yeah. it never fails. I'll go down there. I'm going to get a tan. I just want one warm day to lay by the pool. Nope. Clouds. You take the PA windy. weather with you. I know. That's what happens. I know. You know, I wanted to look ahead and see what it was going to be like for the whole time we're there. Because I bet once we come back, it'll be like 85 and sunny. As soon as we're back in Pennsylvania, it's going to be like yep. that night is going to be sunny. <laughs> as soon as we get on the plane and leave, it's going to be beautiful. So, okay. Um, Thursday, 75. Friday, 74. Saturday for their wedding, 66. Sunday, 58. And then it looks like it goes back up to the mid-70s. So it doesn't shoot back up to the 80s. It doesn't change on us that drastically. It just no. changes on us when we get there. Yep. But Saturday for their wedding, it looks like rainy and 60. Well, in Florida, it only rains for a little bit. So that shouldn't yeah. be a problem. And 66. Honestly, I am a homebody. And it's tough to accept leaving the dogs. But I am looking forward to having a break from work. It will be nice. I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't like my job because I have really been enjoying teaching the last couple of weeks. Oh, of course. Which is surprising to say with the n- amount of nonsense that's been going on. But surprising to say that I enjoy teaching. <laughs> the kids have been really good this semester. We've actually had some really great discussions and like learned from each other. That's my favorite thing about school is like even these kids that are 10 years old have 
some life experiences that I've never had. Kid went through a hurricane in Florida, moved here last year from Florida, was able to tell us all about hurricanes. He was out of school for like a month and a half because they didn't have electricity. He had to eat ramen and peanut butter and jelly for weeks because they couldn't make anything. Oh, that sounds like, yummy. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then all the kids sit there and they're captivated because they're like, what? We've all lived in Pennsylvania or Ohio our whole life and never have heard of a hurricane. And it's just so nice to be able to learn from one another. And there's just so many experiences and moments in, in a day where that's possible. So that's been fun. And it's grind time in the school year. I think that's why I'm ready for a break. Like after the holidays, January, February, March, there's just some long stretches of full weeks. There's not a whole lot of like short weeks. There's not a whole lot of vacations until spring break. It's true. It's a long so haul. It will be really nice to have a little bit of a, a break for a couple of days from school. It definitely will be. Just come back it's, and it'll be like, it's March almost. It's been nonstop since we got back from Christmas break. It really has. I think I don't think there's been a single day yet where the alarm's gone off and I haven't said, I don't want to do this. So now it's not going to be a relaxing vacation, unfortunately, but we'll be away from work. You say that and then you get up and you're like, come on, we're going to work out. We worked out for like two weeks straight. We had a good stretch. So you can whine and complain all you want, but you've been very dedicated to getting up and getting into school so we can exercise. Yeah. Don't make yourself feel like that. Well, thank you. No, I I mean, I complain about just getting up in general, but I do. I love starting with a workout. It makes me feel so much better. I remember the days when we first started dating that you would complain about getting up and then not get up until I got up. And now it's backwards. You complain about getting up, and then you're up before I'm up. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. I don't want to get up either. So I'm still in bed, and you're, like, ready to go work out. And I'm like, can I just get five more minutes with the girls? <laughs> it's true. Well, I've always gotten up to work out. Yeah, but. But it's hard. You used to wait for me to get up, and now you beat me. Right. Yeah, it's, I got I have a mental mantra that motivates me. Let's hear every it. Every morning. Um, I just tell myself, you're going to feel so much better today. Think about taking a nice cold shower after a workout and getting your smoothie and starting the day. You're going to be more energized. I need to tell myself the cold shower thing more often. Yep. I really so do. It's so refreshing. It's so nice. And I also, the, the number one thing I tell myself is that I'm never going to regret getting up and working out. Even if it's a 15-minute quick little jog and some jumping jacks. I'm like, you're never going to regret getting up and doing it. But if you don't get up and do it... You will regret it. Also, for me, sleeping in or laying in bed for an extra half hour isn't going to make a difference. I'm I'm not going to feel magically like a million bucks. Yeah, you've always said so. that, and I totally agree. Like, if here's the thing: I get up so often, like right before our alarm. Our alarm set for like six or five, and I usually get up at like four fifty or five fifty. And at that point, I feel like huh, might as well just get up. Yeah, might as well just start my day. Why get back in bed? But now I'm in the bad habit of what you've trained me to do, which is mm -hmm. get back in bed and cuddle the dogs. It's because of the girls. Yeah, it's true. Right, Bernie Lou? Oh, it's it's a conundrum. But we get up, we go out, we try to get in some type of workout. 60 minutes a day, they say. Keeps the doctor away. Steph is now cuddling Bernie. Bernie <laughs> is giving Steph I'm distracted. I got, a, I got dogs to cuddle. <laughs> Well, girls, do you want to wrap up with some would-you-rathers on it. the on that note? All right, Bernie and Steph. Zoe, you're on my side. 
Would you rather spend the day in Paris or in Rome? Rome. Why? Mm, I've always wanted to go to Italy. My mm. family's Italian, so. Now, Rome is Italy and Paris would be like France, yeah. correct? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've never been a big like, oh, I want to go to Paris, girly. Like, I want to go not, to Paris. Yeah, like if you gave me... If you said you can do five trips to anywhere you want in the world, all expenses paid, Paris would not be one of them. I just, I don't know. Nothing against it, but. I think it's the city that has its own fresh water, like everywhere. Hmm. You can get fresh water everywhere. Well, that's cool. In Paris. Fun fact. It is. The girls are getting after it. Bernie. Bernie, settle down. Bernie, come here. Come on, settle down. Would you rather climb the Eiffel Tower or the Washington Monument? Washington Monument. Me too. I agree. Again, Paris is... I'm not a Paris girl. I'm just going to stay off of that. Ooh. Bernie. This is a good one. Would you rather be stuck on a road trip for six hours? So, like, traffic jam, six hours. Or stuck on a cruise ship for six years? Road trip for six hours. Easy. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, somebody like Michael and Mariana might say, stick me on the cruise ship. Yeah, but six years. That's a long I mean, time. I, I love cruises and vacations, but I, I also appreciate being home. home and, you know. That's an indefinite amount of time to be on a cruise I ship. I would miss the dogs so much. I would jump off the cruise ship. I'd be like, this is it. This is how it ends. This is going to be an easy one for Steph here. Adopt a mutt or buy a pure breed? Adopt. Duh. Is it pure breed or pure bread? Pure bread. Pure bread. My bad. I read that wrong. Um, just a couple more here. Get a hundred percent guaranteed, or, or no, get a hundred dollars. It's not a hundred percent. It's a hundred dollars guaranteed, or risk it for a thousand, but there's only a twenty percent chance of winning. Risk what? The hundred dollars mm. that you're guaranteed. So you get a hundred dollars guaranteed. Walk away. I would do that. Or you take the $100 and put it back, 20% chance of getting 1000 I would just keep the 100 Yeah, smart. Money doesn't make money unless you have it. Would you rather fall every time you go out of the house or stay home and never fall? Fall. You'd rather go out every time and fall. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I fall a lot of time. I, I, I thought you were going to say, I got pretty much do that already. I yeah, mean, I fall a lot anyway. I'm always finding bruises on myself. I'm like, it's what so happened? true. I look at your leg or the back of your calf or your arm under under your arm, like where you can't see it, like the back of your tricep, yeah. and you're like, it's been sore for a couple of days. I didn't know I had a bruise though. For what reason? Yeah. So bizarre. Would you rather have skin? made of glass or a glass made of skin don't throw up zoe that was a gross question but don't throw up what is that a a glass made of skin that you drink out of oh um pretty gross but to have skin made of glass you're just basically gonna get broken like this question it's so weird (laughs) 
You have to pick a skin glass. I guess skin made of glass. You have to because you don't want to be but made like, of glass. Well, I guess I would have a glass made of skin. I mean, are you telling me I have to drink out of it every time I ever drink something for the rest of my life? Mm. Or if it's just like a, a glass. It just sits in the back of the cabinet. It's in my cabinet. cabinet. That's fine. That doesn't bother and me. And people look at it and they're like, what the heck is that? Ew. Just my skin glass. This is making me feel sick. All right. We'll finish on it's a really, disgusting. really like disgusting, but not that disgusting. Would you rather eat only soggy cereal is that how you prefer cereal? That's what Soggy I cereal. I'll take the first one. Or only crunchy cake. Soggy, soggy cereal. cereal. Yeah. See, I like crunchy cake and crunchy cereal. Do not give me soggy anything. Thanks for being with us again on this edition of The Lazy Brook. Check out our YouTube channel, at The Lazy Brook. Steph still hasn't made our Instagram. Shame on her. Yeah, I don't have anything else going on. I don't You're know. You're not working three jobs, around. doing other things, <laughs> we'll being get, a we'll bridesmaid in several weddings, planning our own wedding. Like, yeah, there's a couple things going she on. She could do that in her spare time easily. Yeah, we'll get on that. Thank you guys for being here again. Uh, send us a message at thelazybrook at gmail.com and we will get back to you and talk about you for sure. Maybe we could even have you on. Love you. Bye.